Anxiety is a thief. It, it steals your thoughts. It steals your peace. It steals your confidence. It steals your joy. What good has worry ever done for you? All of that anxiety, how's that working out? Is it productive? It's not productive at all. Worry is like a rocking chair, makes a lot of movement, but you don't go anywhere. If you don't live with an anchor of faith, you're going to drift in a sea of anxiety. And most people in the world, they don't have anything to anchor. They have, they have no real grand scheme or purpose in life. Well, worry is a huge problem, isn't it? But worry has never done anybody one ounce of good. There's no upside to worry. Worry is useless. I like to use the example of sitting in a rocking chair. You can sit in a rocking chair and rock all day and it keeps you busy, but you get absolutely nowhere. And that's the same way it is with worry. You can worry all day. You can stay awake and worry all night. You can worry for a week or a month and it's not going to do any good, but it can do a lot of harm. Worry is a complete waste of time and energy. There's no shortage of things to worry about. So you just have to make up your mind. Do I trust God? For a child of God to be always anxious and always worried is in effect saying, I don't trust you, God. You said some pretty cool things that make me feel good for a little while when I read them, but then I go out and live my real life, and I don't expect that you're really going to make good on any of these things. So to be consumed with worry and anxiety betrays a lack of trust in God caring for you. The cure for worry is to redirect your energy and replace your anxiety. The Bible gives us a name. It's called casting. You're familiar with the verse, 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 7. Casting all your cares upon him because he cares for you. So don't carry your cares. Cast your cares. So casting all your cares upon him. So the thought here is to redirect your energy and replace your anxiety. With what? With prayer. Why is it that the very first thing we should do ends up being the very last thing we even try? Prayer. It's like, you know, we just let this thing go and we wrestle with it and, we, and we, it gets worse and worse. And then finally we go, man, there's nothing left to do but pray. Yeah, you know, we should have thought that up two days ago when this whole thing first started. We should have immediately let that go and cast that and then kept doing that as a process along the way. Jesus said to his disciples, men ought always to pray and not to faint. So think of it this way. When you're tempted to worry, worship. When you're burdened, bow. Because when you do that, you are focusing now on God's greatness. Your thought gets off of the concern, the care of you, and it gets on to God and His greatness. Worship and worry cannot coexist in the same heart. They are mutually exclusive. If you start worshiping, you're going to find your worries diminishing. And if you start worrying, you're going to find your worshiping diminish. And I believe that one of the things that we have to have if we're not going to worry 
is a strong belief in the power of prayer. I think if we really watch how God answers prayer, sometimes we pray about things and then later on, maybe six months later or even a year later, God answers them and we forget we even prayed about it and so we don't give God the credit. If you have to, keep a, keep a prayer journal, keep a record of the prayers that God answers and the things that He does for you. How do you get rid of worry? You pray. And you believe that when you pray, you're giving God your problem. Well, if you're giving it to God, then you can't keep it too. You either give it or you keep it. And so when you pray, you're giving it over to God and you're saying, God, I'm trusting you to do something about this. Casting all of your care, all your worries, all your concerns once and for all on him. For he cares for you affectionately and he cares about you watchfully. How do you humble yourself? Casting your care on God. Faith prays. Faith doesn't worry. Faith prays. Worry nullifies prayer. If I'm going to pray about something then I, then I, and worry about it too, then my worry cancels out my prayer. The act of prayer says, God, I trust you, and worry says, God, I don't trust you. Doesn't the Bible say that we can cast our cares upon him? 1 Peter 5, 7. Therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God, that he might exalt you in due time, casting all of your care. What percentage of our care? 25%? Lord, I don't, I'm worried, Lord, you're not going to worry enough, so I need to worry about some of it. If I don't worry, who's going to worry? Casting all of your care upon him. Why? Because he cares for you. James Stewart wrote a little poem. It is his will that I should cast my care on him each day. He also bids me not to cast my confidence away. But oh, how foolishly act when taken unaware, I cast away my confidence and carry all my care. Sometimes that's what we do. Just cast all your cares upon him. God will take care of you. First Peter 5, 7 says, cast your anxieties on him. Why? Because he cares for you. Psalm 55, 22, it says, cast your cares upon the Lord. He will sustain you. He will never let the righteous fall. I love that because in those two texts, we're given the same command. Cast your anxieties on the Lord. Don't stuff them down. Give them to him. But you're given two very different motivations as to why. The first one is cast it onto him. Why? Because he cares about you. And the second one is cast it upon him. Why? Because he will sustain you. Why do we cast our cares upon the Lord other than just he commanded it to be so? Because he's strong enough to do something about it and he's loving enough to want to. What feels heavy to you is not heavy to him. And he wants to carry those things and he wants to carry you. But I like the thought that your concern is his concern. It's his worry and he's not worried. It's his concern. So hands up, worries down. Or in the words of the hymnist, what a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pain we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. The things that you worry about, sometimes you look back and you say, you know, 
God worked it out. And I wasted all the joy I could have had during that time and peace and good witness worrying about things I didn't need to worry about. God took care of it. Listen to this. This is a classic. Worry is blind. It cannot discern the future. But Jesus sees the end from the beginning. In every difficulty he has his way prepared to bring relief. Our Heavenly Father has a thousand ways to provide for us of which we know nothing. When you're praying, oh Lord, I don't know how you're going to solve this problem. God says, what do you mean how I'm going to solve it? I've got a thousand options. There's so many answers. We can't see any. He's got a thousand. Believe the promises of God. Believe He's with you. Believe He's in control. No matter what the problem is, God has an answer. God knows and sees your situation. You may feel like God's forgotten about you, but I can promise you that God has not forgotten about you. God is everywhere all the time, and He is not surprised by your situation. He knew about it before it ever happened, and He's already got your escape planned. We receive grace only by faith, and worry is not faith. Worry is our work trying to do what only God can do. Let me say that again. Worry is our work trying to do what only God can do. But we've got to be prepared to wait when we give our problems to God. He's got a timing, and it's not our timing. And you know, the devil sends out a little demon to sit on your shoulder. Well, what are you going to do? 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 Well, if you don't know what to do, just say, I, I don't know what to do, but God does. Jeremiah 29, 11. Claim the promises of God. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. You know, sometimes when we think, oh, God's going to do me in. I've got all these problems. And God says, no, I'm going to take care of you. Don't worry. All these other things will be added. I'll take care of your basics. I'll take care of what you need. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. George MacDonald wrote, Few men sink under the burden of the day. It's when tomorrow's burden is added to the burden of today the weight is more than a man can bear. Never load yourself so. I mean, it's one thing to be concerned about the needs of the day, but when you start saying, I'm going to worry about all these other days, people are often crushed by that. Matthew 6, 34 says, Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. E. Stanley Jones said, Worry is the interest we pay on tomorrow's troubles. Because worry always operates in the past or the future. You waste today worrying about yesterday or you waste today worrying about tomorrow. And God doesn't want you to do either one. He wants you to enjoy today and live today. One day at a time. You say, well, Joyce, I just can't help it. I'm just a worrier. My mom was a worrier and I'm a worrier. Don't say that. You're not just a worrier. You're a child of God. And His plan for you is good. God wants to set you free from worry.